Welcome to the Startup Competitors Podcast, where we talk with early stage entrepreneurs to understand what information they use to inform product roadmap, strategy, and market differentiation. Hey there. Today we're chatting with Devin Johnson, who's the co-founder and CEO of Connected. Connected is a LinkedIn marketing tool that helps you increase lead flow for your organization. We talk all about that, how the Connected team got started, what their plans for growth are, how to grow rapidly in scale-up mode by adding 20 people per month. It's a really interesting conversation. We kind of cap it off with some conversation on kind of setting a vision, goal setting, and the power of the mind. It's a really fun conversation with Devin. Hope you enjoy it. I certainly did. Be sure to check out our sponsors. Hit us up online if uh, you have questions or want to leave any feedback. And thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Full Stack PEO. Most founders start companies because they figured out a better way to solve a problem or serve a need, not because they love tracking payroll, filling out compliance forms, and explaining employee benefits packages. And yet, all that stuff still has to be done. That's why there's Full Stack PEO. Full Stack PEO specializes in turnkey HR for emerging companies, not just those core services, but advice and expertise that help founders maximize employee potential. Curious? Find out more at fullstackpeo.com. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Devin Johnson, who's the co-founder and CEO of Connected. Devin, welcome. I appreciate it, Michael. Happy to be on. Why don't we start with a quick pitch for Connected? Yeah, so Connected completely simplifies and automates your lead generation and and outreach via LinkedIn. So we all know how LinkedIn is extremely powerful, but we also know it's extremely time-consuming. And so Connected steps in, automatically sends the invites, the follow-up messages, and brings uh, important data into your business and lets you scale from there. Take that to the next level of tangibility. If I'm a connected user, what is my experience when I when I start using the tool? In connected, you, we really focus on the education behind using uh, LinkedIn. So we all know or are starting to know that LinkedIn is is where it's at for business. But it's very hard to navigate and find your core audience, and so we we spend a lot of time hand holding and providing resources around you actually being successful. So the customer experience is very in line with kind of like going to school. You know, you go to school, you learn how to do it, then you actually do it. Just we have a piece of software that makes it a lot easier to be effective. And hit us with some vanity metrics for Connected. So uh, just while you think about that, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in some background. So for folks who are listening, are you you know, two guys in a garage, do you have a full team? How long have you been in business? Anything you're willing to share around current customer accounts, revenue, funding, uh, anything that comes to mind? Yeah. So uh, started two guys in a garage or <laughs> a couple guys in a uh, kitchen table and then went to co-working and then eventually an office downtown Indianapolis. And then where we're located currently, our current office is in the Pan Am Tower, eighth floor, overlooks everything. Absolutely beautiful. It's a a dream office, so to speak. Uh, We did it in just a a very short record time of two years. Currently still self-funded. Our team, including contractors and virtual assistants, is 83. That's our headcount. And as far as customer headcount, 
almost te- you know teetering and playing with the fifteen thousand mark. Uh, so that that's coming up close right now. We advertise on our website over ten thousand, but we're getting close to the fifteen thousand. We're getting you know we're super excited. That's awesome. And I I've heard you say some stats in the past that are pretty impressive. How many new signups do you get a day right now? What are you averaging? Yeah, it, it's pretty consistent around twenty. I mean twenty. If it's under twenty. I am very, very concerned, truthfully. And so it's between 20 and and 40 on a day-to-day basis. Dude, that's so cool. Congratulations. I appreciate that. All right. So you live in a marketplace. You have competitors. When when you think of competition for Connected, who or what comes to mind? And you you can name specific companies. You certainly don't have to. You can talk about types of products. Um, Just super interested how you think about the landscape that you operate in. Absolutely. I have no problem uh, putting out there, you know, some of the quote unquote competitors. And actually, and I teach my sales team, you know, if, if someone's giving you a hard time and the, the price of our education and kind of the way we work with our onboarding, give them, give them the contact information to a competitor. I, I'm, I'm really not scared of it. And this is why the way I look at competition is we are superior. We focus on the core principle of pouring into humans and education backed by a product that is way advanced than anything else on the market. And that's, you know, that can change. I I don't see it changing, right, with anyone that's out there. But the core principle that makes us different is how we handhold and make sure you're driven to results. We're not just handing you over a piece of software and helping you figure it out. So, You've mentioned onboarding a couple of times as a kind of a key differentiator. Talk about that for a minute. What does your onboarding process look like? So um, this is something new as of, you know, going into 2021, but we started testing where we expanded our onboarding process to three weeks. Uh, It was just a, you know, two meetings, so to speak. But that onboarding process, you know, covers the basics, getting your profile set up, getting you know everything billing wise taken care of but where it really starts to be fun and, and people get a lot of value is we teach you how to you know optimize your LinkedIn profile we teach you how to find your target audience and think unique around finding uh, your target audience like for example I'm into cars right so I find CEOs that mention the passion of cars through LinkedIn and my outreach process, is, hey, see, you're also into cars, you know, would love to connect and see if we could chop it up and and bring value to one another. So we go in depth on how to be unique. And not only on that call, but you're given a education course that's pre-recorded that lets you go back and reference it if you ever need it. Uh, But this year, we're extending the onboarding process by two weeks and helping customers all the way from profile optimization, messaging, and targeting to automation and making sure they understand the full potential of what the data Connected's bringing in can do. I know you think a lot about marketing and, and sales. You've, you've built a, a very strong brand and kind of with the in the lead flow space. And I, I know you, you have plans to do a lot more there, but yet you also keep a, a, a pretty strong sales team and plan to continue investing in that. Talk to me a little bit about that dichotomy. Why not flip connected over to just 
you know, swipe the credit card, sign up online, never interact with a salesperson. Why, why keep a sales team? Why is that so important to you? And then talk a little bit about as you plan to grow, how you balance, where to invest, whether it's marketing or sales. Yeah, that's a really good question. And, and I'm going to go really transparent on, on my answer. Um, growing up, I grew, I grew up in a, a unique situation where the father, my father was out of the home. My mom was a single mother. And then my sister was diagnosed with very rare form of brain cancer. And when that happened, I always felt alone and I felt like I had to make a difference. Right. And I remember telling myself that I would, I would never be two things. I would never be broke and I would never be this scarce and alone ever again. And so when I started building and getting in, you know, catching some wind with an, you know, fantastic product and awesome team members, I really focused on the culture and I strongly believe if I take care of my people, they will take care of my customers. So most people say, you know, customer, then, you know, team. No, I focus on team, then customer, then profit. What, what does that actually look like? I teach my team members and colleagues from credit building to understanding how to tap into your subconscious mind. These are all voluntary meetings, right? And so that reflects into our growth. This is why I strongly believe this is why we've hit the success and the metrics we have in under two years is because I'm thinking about my team and my people first, and then they're taking care of me from there. That's my philosophy by growing the sales team, right? Not It's not always the case of more the merrier, but it's always it's the thought process of being abundant and uh, you know subconsciously programming myself to think in bigger ways because I, I have more responsibility on the line. So go to the next step then in, in terms of continued plans for growth. What do you think those ongoing investments look like from a sales and marketing perspective? Yeah, so continuously um, you know, ramping up. I do see a, a very bright future of hiring quite a bit. Uh, in 2021, I, I, late 2020, I hired a director of development and a, also a talent officer to help source talent. So the director of development, we made the investment into his role. He was form, he was a former sales trainer, a corporate sales trainer for Sandler Training. A um, couple years under his belt, successful, had a good book of business, latched onto our vision at Connected. And so I built that dynamic team of, you know, always recruiting and always training. Uh, so just to put it into perspective, we have a very aggressive goal of 20 new hires a month in 2021. It's actually our biggest metric that we're running against. That's a lot of new hires. Holy cow. Yeah, I know it's aggressive. It is more of my abundant thinking under that. But, you know, the the CT, you know, the town officer and our director of development said we could pull it off. And so we're we're starting our first group of new hires. Um this following Monday. So 10 of them will be in. And what are those roles that you're hiring for? Uh, primarily sales development roles. So SDRs, that's going to be your entry level position here at Connected, where you're learning the prospecting methods, the ideology behind the software and getting familiar with getting your hands around, you know, how to, how to get in front of the right customer for, for what we're trying to accomplish. And I, I would normally save something like this to the end, but since we're right here talking about it and I, I probably won't remember at the end, if somebody's interested in uh, taking a look at a role like that, what's the best way for them to, to get in touch with you and your team? We made it super easy. Just go to workwithconnected.com. 
And so it's K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, workwithconnected.com. Perfect. Thanks. All right, right on. Moving on from that, as you think of continuing to differentiate in the market and I guess continue to build out the product, what's next? Talk to me a little bit about the the product roadmap over the next, I don't know, six to 24 months. Product roadmap, it's really developing into that, you know, I talk, I talk a lot about education because it's so important with the space we're in. Um, so continuously evolving the education piece within the program. So every user has access to our, our um, education courses and we're building a new one um, inside of it. It's focusing on sales training. So actually have to, having to develop relationships on LinkedIn, like that's one thing, right? But making a meaningful relationship and things happen from the phone call on LinkedIn is a whole nother. And so we're working on making that resource readily available. As far as the core functionality, like the SaaS piece of the product, making workflows easier, a lot more integrations. We just launched with Salesforce, um, which is going very well. And also uh, Zoho uh, just came on board and we're passing with them. And then integrating. So we, we have all these integrations, getting some email automation going straight, straight from the tool. Because uh, one unique thing about LinkedIn is when you accept a connection, you're agreeing that you can be reached with any public information. And so that means you can email anyone that accepts your connection. And so our software pulls that in for you. And we're going to be adding some capabilities where you can be following up via email and not just inbox as well. Nice. I like that. And then going into, I, I do want to touch on, you know, because we're, we're one product currently, and it's not the big vision. The vision is a suite of tools. And th- those suite of tools look like calendar automation, social posting automation, and the ability to track everything you're sending. We do call that the K-suite. Nice. I like it. I I feel like there have been other companies that have, have tried doing what, what you're doing in the past. Like th- this is not a, a unique idea. Why are you guys so successful at it? I think we, we lead with the right vision and the right mindset and the right foot forward, which is let's actually teach you the real and the right and the correct way to do it. Digital marketing or, or marketing and in general has such a bad reputation to it. It's like kind of like the used car salesman, unfortunately. It's because there's a lot of, you should do this, you should do this, but the person teaching you has never done it, right? It's kind of like the the a whole side note of, you know, why, why are teachers teaching things they've never done before, right? But we've done digital marketing. We've done manual outreach on LinkedIn. We've done the painful pieces that we're letting you automate. And we're teaching you the right and ethical ways to maintain and sustain growth through an amazing platform known as LinkedIn. Why do you think people don't have this, like, and, and, you know, this may be an unanswerable question, but, you know, all of that focus on education kind of begs the question, why is this so hard? (laughs) Like, why, like, like, why, why do you have to, like, you would think, particularly salespeople, if they're in that role or some sort of business development role, that that they would intuitively understand how to reach out to somebody, how to build an authentic relationship, how to nurture that relationship over time. Why do you think 
that needs to be such a big focus. And I, this is not me challenging, by the way. I've, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a connected customer. I've used your product. I've gone through your onboarding process. It's kick ass. I learned a lot. But like, what? Why do you think that needs to be such a focus? What's been missing that that people just kind of don't understand how the platform works and and how to leverage it to maximum effect? I, I boil it down to it's kind of like a. You know what you see the post. I'm going to try to put this into comparison. You see the post where you can take a blue pill or a red pill. It's like a red pill is like ten thousand dollars a month. The blue pill is like one million dollars up front, or or you win the lottery and you can take either the money up front or take it over time, right? Yeah. So people, I feel like people take the the that kind of thinking to LinkedIn. Yes, your dream customer is one button away. So when you click that button and you know that you can get them a message, you just smack them with everything because you you want them the money and the relationship right this second. And it's a long-term game with LinkedIn and the relationships that you're building. You need to be authentic. You need to understand the psychology behind way people are thinking on the platform couple of facts just so I can back my point up. The average income is over $70,000 on LinkedIn. Over half of the platform has been documented as over $70,000. That's typically, you know, a player, someone that's, you know, striving in life or, or wanting to achieve more. And they've been sold or approached many, many, many times and they can smell BS a mile away, right? And so you have to close that gap, be authentic, and we just provide a solution to be able to do it at scale. So we realized the BS because we went through it. We've been approached. We tried digital marketing. We fell on our face when we ran a digital marketing agency because we're like, yeah, you need digital marketing. Like, Why don't you buy it from us? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that was the season I actually learned what a real relationship even was, right? So LinkedIn should be looked at as I'm going to put work into here and the money is going to be a byproduct of me making an impact to someone. You can make really good money. And some of my best friends to this day came from LinkedIn. But if I was just the forward thinker, cash grab, just the, you know, hey, give me the money now, I probably would not be where I'm at today. Where would you be? Uh, probably five, six man shop, you know, selling accounts here or there. <laughs> <laughs> All <know>? right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Talk about as you think about scale. So 20 a month. So you're going to hire a couple hundred people this year. What's the what's the team's plan to to deal with that kind of growth? That's that's kind of three X headcount growth. It, a little bit more than that, actually. Right. Yes. O- over the next 12 months, what what are you guys putting in place now to allow for that growth? So our, our first investment was getting someone that can focus on that recruiting full time and then someone that can focus on the training of those new people full time so that they're not underserved. And those are those two roles I mentioned earlier. Director of development, which is development within the sales roles and sales managers. And so... We built the structure, you know, I wish I could almost share my screen and just show you this. 
um, we built our structure very similar to the military. You know, you've got your staff sergeant and I'm going to, for our veterans listening here, I'm going to mess up the the roles in the military. I'm just going to be completely transparent. So I apologize. Then you've got your general or general staff sergeant. And then you've got your, you know, normal sergeants, multiple of them. Then you have the people that report to them. And then you have like your normal soldiers, right? And then you have your medics. Your medics are in the back to help when things go wrong. So we built out, we know every 20 people, we hire salespeople, we have to hire a new medic or support rep. So we built platoons. Yeah, we call them platoons here at Connected 2. And based on the growth, our sales team or our support team is hiring as we're hiring the sales team. And so six months in, we plan on hiring another director of development and another talent officer to put that infrastructure in place. We've also made it a, a small investment, not nothing too crazy, and to human resources. So getting human resources established and uh, the last piece that we've done in order to sustain growth is we've made it we've made it very clear in our we call them town halls that very clear in the town hall that we will be achieving this type of growth, but our culture is here to stay. And we implemented to where our sales managers are able to incentivize non-cash related incentives to keep the culture going and to have fun. Like one small example, when a new sales guy hits their goal or quota for the first time, they get their connected coin. This also happens in the military. You know, in the military, when you when you you know get out and and you're in the you know you're serving, you have a coin and it's numbered whatever number soldier you are, kind of like a dog tag almost. But you keep it around and it, it it's like a family thing. Like whoever doesn't have their coin at that time buys the round of drinks or whatever, right? It's like a brotherhood thing. So we've created these coins that are numbered by what employee at the company when you came in and it just ties the the culture that much tighter. Nice. Devin, very important question. Tell me about the prize piece of swag at Connected. What is the thing that as a new employee, I'm going to be coveting the most? Yeah, it's your red t-shirt. We we call it your, you know, your first blood um, t-shirt. It's your first sale. So it's all red. It's got the connected logo in the middle and it's very sought after. Nice. How long does, what's the average time to get the first blood t-shirt? Uh, right now it's sitting at about three weeks. Okay. That's still pretty quick in the first month you're getting your first sale. That's awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. What are some other uh, cool pieces of swag in the portfolio? Yeah. So there, there's a blue shirt, same kind of concept, uh, but it's when you, in 12 months you generate a half a million in sales. Only, only a handful of those have been handed out. Um, some are fortunate. I do wear one. I, I have done that, <laughs> but that is a very sought-after shirt and kind of the holy grail. And then the last piece that people are just obsessed with is our company hats. I mean, I if, if I had 200 hats, they'd be gone. And um, people love connected hats. That's that's a that's a thing around here. What color shirt are you going to hand out at a million in sales? Gold. Gold with white. Nice. And do you already have some on hand? So I need I need the gold with white shirt. I have two that have accomplished it, but they got another 
way to document it. They actually got a baseball bat uh, from the Louisville Slugger Museum. It's called the Heavy Hitter Award. Um, it has nice. the name. It's engraved with the connected logo on it. Has that they generate a million dollars in sales. Dude, that's awesome. I I love it. Absolutely. And so, uh, fuel. I need. I need. Uh, I need some help there. We need some quick turn. All right. Yes, that's a perfect segue. So if you are looking for some killer swag ideas for your company, you can reach out to our friends at Fuel Merchandise, uh, fuelmerchandise.com, and mention Startup Competitors, and you'll get 10% off your first order. Why did you and the team start Connected? Talk to me a little bit about the origin story. So as I've mentioned a few times, I, I was in digital marketing, right? And I cannot even put into words how frustrated I would get on prospecting and needing to meet new people. And I'm young, I'm eager. I, I, I really wanted to just be out there. And I just felt it was so hard. And I was selling a service where we're supposed to simplify it, right? I just, it almost was like, I'm not even practicing what I'm preaching. <laughs> so morally, I started seeking a solution to fix my own problem. And I still have the napkin actually. It was drawn out of how I could automate just talking to more people and making it easier. And when we executed, and the very first piece of software that worked was just sending connections. And so when that got automated, I was meeting so many people and building influence so quickly. It's like, holy smokes, this is, this is it. We have to run with this. And so we tied in you know, our core principles of wanting to educate and ran with it. That's what. That's where we're at now with connected. Uh, it was pure. It was a pain, uh, pain point I had as an entrepreneur. And fast forward five to seven years from now, what do you think the this business looks like? I, I strongly believe we're going to be three, four hundred headcount strong. K Suite will be thriving at that point. We won't just be connected. We'll be known as K-Suite, Connected will just be a solution within the, the offering. We'll, we'll be over the billion-dollar valuation as far as financials is concerned. And we'll be the go-to to make conversations and lead flow easy in the marketplace. Talk to me a little bit more about that concept of lead flow. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so we were we were starting to you know catch a little wind early in the Connected and you know, we, we wanted to think of almost like a slogan, you know, what, what can we just really build our brand around? And, you know, I'm obsessed with a, a entrepreneur by the name of Grant Cardone. And he always talk. he's always yelling cash flow, right? Cash flow, cash flow. He's in real estate. So he's always, always about, you know, in mailbox money. And uh, I was like, what? Let's do lead flow. And I saw so I Google it. And when you Google lead flow, you know, lead generation pops up and stuff. And so we we went on with, you know, trademarking a, a logo and and building a, a digital footprint around lead flow. And we've ran with it ever since. That I don't know that I've ever heard you say that before, the, the tie into from lead flow to cash flow. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's the it's the idea that relationships and business translates normally into money, right? So let's let's get a little more broad with it and say, hey, let's call the cash flow leads flow because if you're doing your job and you're bringing value to the marketplace, 
money will be the byproduct of sustaining relationships, right? And so that's why in the ideology behind the terminology lead flow. Who's a perfect target customer for Connected today? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give you a couple buckets here, but your business coaching and consulting firms, and then anyone in B2B sales, so from insurance to commercial anything to medical device. But in the in the grand scheme of things, my favorite customer to work with uh, are business coaches. Uh, that's me personally, but the business focus on those two uh, buckets. Why are business coaches your favorite? What what makes them pop? My mindset and, and subconscious programming around abundance and my personal journey through understanding the human mind and psychology, I find a lot of the business coaches are at least down that journey or ahead of me in the journey. And we just tend to re- relate really well. And I always solve their biggest pain point, uh, which is meeting new people. And it's always just a good mesh. You know, I, I get to learn something in most cases. And then I also get to solve a huge pain point of theirs. Hmm. Interesting. Do you feel you have product market fit? Yes, I do. Yep. When did you think you had it? Um, probably about five months into like really selling. And what what did it look like, feel like at that time that that made you feel like like, oh wow, like we've really we've really done it. Like we got it. Like can you can you go back to that moment? I'll tell you the day in great detail. Yes. <laughs> so I, I I cannot forget it. Okay. I just came off of uh, you know, three AM, go to bed, back in the office at five thirty in the morning. That was my kind of day that I was on. I was on pace for being exhausted. I'm full. I have a full calendar, primarily generated from connected, handful of referrals on my calendar, 12 appointments, back to back to back to back. And 10 of them were sales opportunities. I went 10 for 10 that day. The whole time I'm getting inflated on how awesome and great and legendary I am. I mean, it was just like a, it's like the gates opened up, the doors of my mind flew open with, wow, I'm doing it. This is, this is it. Yeah. You know, the, the pedal went to the metal that following day. I was completely juiced. Um, and I, I was just jumping, I mean, so excited. And that was also the day my partners early in the business seen it too. Because I literally went 10 for 10 back to back. And we went from selling digital marketing. I don't know if you've sold digital marketing. I have actually. (laughs) So it is unheard of to go 10 for 10 on some digital marketing opportunities, right? And and, and to get the – I mean get the deal done, the money process right then and there. It it was just unbelievable. So we, we doubled down. And, you know, those were the early days when money was super important, right? And we're selling anything and everything to make the ends meet. And then went back to our core principle around relationships, right? We never left our integrity, but there definitely was a season of we, we have to sell and we, we have to get the job done. But that moment, uh, that day, you know, I can even remember what I was wearing. I was dark, wearing this dark blue phys ed hoodie. Um, smelled like a bag of Doritos and just just looked awful, just pitiful. And, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was just almost getting business burnout at 
in, in that little season I was in. Uh, but that day revived me and, and got me back to my principles of setting the mind and, and focusing and putting myself and uh, God first every single day before I, I go in and lead. And I have not looked back uh, since that day. You talk a lot about the the mind game and and make that a, a constant part of this story. Talk to me a little bit about that. Where did that come from and who have been some of your primary influences there? All right. So it got started with uh, Cardone and his theory of 10x, you know, the abundant uh, mindset. And so, so if your goal is a million dollars, you should be thinking 10 million because you'll you'll land on two million. But it's still more than your original goal. That was my first ever study or look at how to always think that you can have everything in the world, right? It was the 10X theory. And then I started getting introduced to other influencers and I ran across the Bob Proctor, right? And Think and Grow Rich book, Napoleon Hill. And just understanding that your mindset behind how you approach your day can control everything. And to this day, I will not think about a, a full day, like obviously moments and things I need to remember of what happened yesterday or the day before. I don't talk a lot about my past and I avoid thinking about previous engagements unless it's and of importance, right? And so I release my worries every single morning. I go in, I'm clear-minded. And when I say I don't stress, I literally never stress out about anything because I'm mentally, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm heading and I, I'm, I'm straight and narrow. How do you continue to develop that over time? What are you um, into right now in terms of reading, listening, continuing to develop that mindset? So beginning of this year, I reread one of the books that definitely changed my life, which was The Habit Loop. Habit Loop is understanding how to break down a goal into three steps and to actually achieve that goal. And so when I redid my goals right before I did them this year, I reread Habit Loop. And so I'm, I'm constantly seeking that next level. I am invested into like some Bob Proctor one like one on one masterminds, and I'm, I'm in private groups where the mind is looked at uniquely, and you you understand different pieces of it from you know understanding framing certain situations and speaking things into existence before they actually happen and visualizing in great detail and having the proper affirmations in the morning. I mean, my morning routine is three almost three hours every day to myself. And that's self-care, mind preparation, journaling, releasing my worries to God. I'm I'm spiritual with it, my workout and my body being taken care of. And I'm, I'm constantly getting better at sticking to that routine no matter what, including holidays, including the, the tough times when you're traveling, right? There's just certain things I won't go without, like journaling and devotions and affirmations and meditation. I won't you know, start my day without it. I don't care where I'm at or how late I am. It will not happen unless I accomplish those uh, so that my mind is right every single day. And that, that's three hours a day? It, it can be around three hours every single day, uh, sometimes a little bit shorter, depending on obviously schedule. But my average day uh, starts at 5 a.m. And I'm in the office by 8.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30 every day. Nice. Get after it. <laughs>
I like it. What other habits, rituals do you have that unfold throughout the day? Anything worth mentioning? I think the biggest one is I always have my goals visually in front of me. Um, so I peep to my left, I peep to my right. No, there's a vision board to the left. There's written goals on my whiteboard at all times. I'm also very public about what my goals are. I share them with my team. I share them with my uh, partners. I, I, I'm putting them into existence. Are these business goals or personal goals? They are both. I share both. Hit, hit me with a couple of them. Yep. So I want to lose 100 pounds this year. Uh, I, it's a very uh, big goal of mine. I was almost 300 pounds. I'm down to 260. Uh, I weighed in at 261 uh, this week. And so that fitness journey is rapidly changing. I think 100 now that I'm getting in, you know, getting further down on weight, 100 is going to be a little too much. I'm going to look odd. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I do have it set at 100 pounds, but I have my cue, my routine, and my reward for uh, sticking to my, my fitness journey. Okay. Con- congratulations on the progress so far, by the way. I know that that's hard to get getting started is the hardest part. Ooh, so it oh work. My goodness. Yes, it is. That is the toughest, man. Awesome. All right. Hit me with another goal. Um, to build a, my, my dream home this year. I want, I want, I want to have that built. And, and I've had this picture of this home since I was 18 years old. Is that in town, out of town? I'm, I'm now I'm just curious. We don't have to go too deep on the home <laughs> thing. Yep. So it's going to be south of Saddlebrook Road, located in Center Grove, and, and it will be you know standalone property. Will not be in a neighborhood. Uh, we'll have a paved driveway, most likely a gate, and it will uh, it will be primarily all glass as well. So that specificity, while you're talking about that goal, is really interesting to me, right? Because there's a flippant answer to that, right? Which is, yeah, it's going to be in. Uh, did you say Center Grove? Yep. Yeah, it, it's going to be in Center Grove. Thinking of a glass house, like, but, but you didn't say that, right? You were very specific, and you know, paved driveway, gate, like standalone property, not in a homeowners association. Like, what makes that? I'm sure, I'm positive it's not accidental, right? You've done it repeatedly now. Yes. What what makes that so powerful and important to you to, to be able to articulate things that way? And then how do you translate that back into business? Yeah. So I reverse engineer everything. I understand what I want uh, in great detail. So like the house, right. But I also know how much the house is going to cost. And at 18 years old, I definitely cannot afford that type of home. Right. And so now that I'm, I'm starting to climb the ladders of, of success and having some you know, the, the byproduct of doing good business be, you know, fruitful. I, I know that it is obtainable if I continue my path of serving at that level. So I set that, you know, I set goals out and, and understand that it may not happen in three, six, nine months, but I know that I'm going to have it. I know that it's going to happen. Um, and I'll, I'll share one that that's already come to fruition. I, I had a model car that I just loved and effectuated over it. It was called a Nissan GTR. I still have the model on my shelf actually. And I just, I knew I was going to have the car. I knew it was going to be before I was 25 and I just, I, I could taste it. And I was, you know, 21 when I really started becoming infatuated with it. 
I bought that car in December of 2020 and, you know, fully outright. And it is the exact model, the color, the year, the everything. When did you build the model? Um, it, it, it's not, I didn't build the model. Sorry. I, I had like a toy car, like a model. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Nice. Dude, that's awesome. So I, you know, visual, visualizing goals is, is fantastic. And a, and a lot of people oddly do that, but the, what people lack is the plan to achieve it. And then the, the 0.001% actually execute it. Right. And that, that's where, that's where I'm different individually is, I have the goals, I have the plan, and I actually execute the the steps. All right. I think that's a good place to, to wrap things up. If uh, folks, and plus I got to get you to your next meeting, I suspect. So if folks want to get in touch with you to learn more about Connected, what's the best way for them to do that? Obviously LinkedIn, right? Devin Johnson, you can find me. Uh, bright orange background on the picture. And uh, uh, Instagram, you know, at Devin, D-E-V-I-N underscore Johnson 3, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And I really appreciate you having me on the show. Devin, thank you so much, man. And congrats on the success. And uh, here's to hopeful continued growth in 2021. I appreciate it, Mike. If you're thinking of launching a SaaS product, startup competitors can provide data on your closest competitors survey potential users, or provide other product validation services. Learn more at startupcompetitors.com.